0: askpat.com.askpat.com.askpat.com. Ask What's up everybody? Pat Flynn here and welcome to episode 322 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we get to today's question from John, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is linda.com, l y n d a.com/askpat. Is where you go to get free access, full access for 10 days to the best online course hub in the world to help you with everything from web development to photography to visual design and business. Somebody tweeted me the other day saying, Pat, thank you because lynda.com is changing my life right now. And I love that because it will and it has changed mine too. It's taught me so much about everything from new software that's come out to how to use my DSLR camera. You get unlimited access to every course for 10 days. You should definitely check it out. I've used it a lot and you can too lynda.com slash askpat. Again, that's l y-n d a dot com slash askpat. And these aren't just like little YouTube video tutorials. These are high quality, extremely professional tutorials to help you learn more and get more out of life and business and your work, everything. Lynda.com slash ask pat. All right, here's today's question from John. Hey Pat, this is John. I'm getting ready to launch a new podcast. And I was wondering if there's a certain number of listeners or downloads, or a certain time that needs to go by before you begin to monetize the podcast. Um, I do believe in adding value first and building an audience, and then applying monetization. Just want to get your thoughts. Thanks. Hey, John. What's up? Thank you so much for the question today. This is a an interesting question because you know when starting a podcast, it's going to be hard to monetize right from the start anyway. So I wouldn't worry about Finding advertisers and people to sponsor your show beforehand when I started this show, ask Pat, I already had a largely populated podcast called Smart Passive Income with over ten million downloads, and it was very difficult for me to get sponsors to come on board with this brand new show because they wanted numbers, they wanted proof they wanted to know that they were listeners on the other end and what they were like and so you're gonna have to put some time in to see how much uh you how much how much how much legs your podcast would have now. The cool part is when you get started, that's when you put all your efforts into the launch of it. That's when you're going to have hopefully uh, a lot of people come on and you'll be featured in new and Noteworthy, New and Noteworthy in iTunes where you're going to get a lot of new listeners and viewers coming in, uh, depending if you're an audio or video podcast, which one I'm not sure, but I'm assuming audio because that's what most people are doing right now. But either way, those first eight weeks of your show – Give you a lot of information in terms of who your audience is, but it's also going to give you some good numbers that you can then take to a sponsor and share to potentially have them come on and advertise on your show. Now, six weeks is the standard in terms of what advertisers are looking for. They they always ask, well, what's how many people listen per episode? Well, if you if you just ask that question without specifying the length of time, well, that could be the day after a new show comes out or a a year after, but typically it's six weeks. So. I would wait a minimum of six weeks, if you have the chance to, to be able to then go out and see what those numbers are and then present those numbers to different advertisers. Reach out to other advertisers. If you're looking for advertisers, go to other shows in your niche and see who else is advertising those episodes. And that's who you can go and who I would target first. Obviously, if you're working with other companies or perhaps you purchased a product or a company's product that you love, you can reach out to them. And since you have that experience working with them already, they're gonna be pretty likely to work with you. And if you have any sort of numbers behind your podcast, it's gonna work out. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't think about those things beforehand, even before launching. So, Keeping a list of potential sponsors, keeping a list of products that you can promote as an affiliate, those are things that you can do ahead of time. And I would definitely do ahead of time, at least think ahead in that way. Now, I also don't want you to discount the fact that you are building this audience and building trust with them, and you obviously have the potential to sell your own products down the road as well. Now, if you don't know who your audience is is at front, you're sort of just starting this podcast and this brand totally from scratch, then it's going to be difficult to understand, okay, what can you do? What can you create? What, what solution can you provide to serve this audience? Because you don't know who that audience is exactly yet. Now, you might have an idea, and it's good to think about those things, write those things down, sort of brainstorm about those things as much as possible. But truly, who is going to tell you what kind of product to create will be the audience that you eventually form. When you open up opportunities to, to, for them to talk to you, so that you can listen, so that you can hear the conversation, whether you create a Facebook group for your community, whether you have them come on your email list, which you obviously should be doing, and then ask them, what are you struggling with? Or what do you, learn, what, what do you want to learn more about blank? Those answers that you get from your audience there are gonna tell you what you should be creating courses about, what your book should be about, what your other blog posts and other podcast episodes should be about. And that's gonna give you precise information on exactly what you should focus your time and effort into, into monetization for your own efforts. That's different than getting sponsors on board, but it's better because you are, controlling the customer experience they are continually coming into your brand and using stuff that you've created and you're building an even bigger rapport with them as you help them along the way first with your free podcast but then with these paid things that you come out with over time and again it only happens through opening up those opportunities to actually talk to your audience and have them talk back to you and also with each other and also just keeping an open mind of okay how can i provide value how can i always be finding what out what that what solution I can provide for my audience. Maybe sometimes it's a free solution in terms of just a blog post or a podcast episode about that topic. Or maybe it's a hot topic and you go deeper into it and you create a product. You can even validate those products by putting people onto a webinar and talking about a product and even pre-selling that product. I just did a podcast episode on, on or excuse me, a, a blog post on pre-selling six ways that you can uh, validate your product idea before wasting time and money. You can find that in the archive at smartpassiveincome.com. And you can use those strategies like pre-selling, something that John Lee Dumas does very, very well and a lot of other people. We've we've had Jared Robinson on the show, a PE teacher who validated his product to his audience before he even created it. And he was able to get $15,000 from his audience to buy this product that wasn't even created yet. And that way he saved time and money. He validated that this was a thing that that they wanted and then he moved on and then actually hooked up with a developer to get it created. Such a smart thing to do. And you can do all of those things, John, as you build up your audience on your podcast. So hopefully that answers your question. I gave you a little bit more than just sponsorship and advertising. Hopefully that gives you some inspiration and at least gets your mindset in the direction of, okay, how can I myself create something to provide a solution for my audience? An aspat Pat teacher is headed... Your way for those of you listening, if you have a question featured here on the show as well, you can go to askpat.com and ask right there on that page. Thank you so much for all the questions. Obviously, this show would not exist without you and all of your questions. We have a dozen coming in a day now, which is amazing. I love it. And I also want to thank today's sponsor, lynda.com. You have to check it out because all of their courses are taught by experts and new courses are added to the site every single week. And they, they actually just did an upgrade to the look of the site. So if you haven't seen it in a while, head on over lynda.com slash askpat. I use it often when a new software update comes out for different programs that I use. I'm actually getting into Adobe Audition now. Adobe Audition, a lot of a lot of people don't know this, but Adobe Audition is a tool that you can use to record sound on and it's it's through the same people who create uh, Photoshop and InDesign. So Adobe and for forever I've been using GarageBand. I'm experimenting with Adobe Audition and to help me learn, guess what? I'm going to lynda.com. So go ahead and go to Lynda.com slash AskPat. You'll sign up to get your free ten day trial with unlimited access to every course and all that good stuff. You can even view it on your iPhone or Android mobile device as well. lynda.com slash Aspat. Thank you so much. And as always, i like to end with a quote. And today's quote comes from Coleman Hawkins. He says, if you don't make mistakes, you aren't really trying. So try, everybody. Go make mistakes. Learn from them. Keep crushing it. Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow on the next episode of Aspat. Thanks.